hours of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. 106.1 FM Nash icon. Eric Asher bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon 4 to 6. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. On the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Uh, our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans uh, show with Eric Asher. And, of course, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. If you missed it last night, plenty of ways to be able to catch it over the weekend. Uh, of course, tonight, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, uh, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. And Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, was our guest. Did a great job. Covered a lot of stuff 
uh, Tulane, LSU, Loyola, Pelicans, um, Saints, all on the program. Uh, so check that out at your leisure over the weekend as the award-winning inside New Orleans sports. Uh, on today's program, Mike Fazan will join us from Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Fazan on Football Podcast, and Fazan on Football Blog. That'll happen uh, just a little bit after 410. Uh, Christopher Dotson of Forbes, who covers the Pelicans for, uh, for Forbes, uh, will join us at around 515. We'll get his take on the Pels that won again last night. Uh, they'll be in Brooklyn tomorrow night. Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports finishes off this afternoon, and we'll talk LSU Saints and some Pels with him, but we'll concentrate on LSU. A lot going on with LSU in the transfer portal right now. We'll get an update on all of it. And, of course, don't forget, today's program brought to you by the incredible spirits of William Grant. William Grant and Sons Independent Family Distillers since 1887. And, of course, Hendrix Jim, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Get out there and try them. Again, like I've said before, those little airplane bottles, if you don't want to invest in a, in a full fifth, uh, give the airplane bottles. Taste them. I'm telling you. Go to your favorite mixologist, uh, your favorite um, uh, spirit store, where, again, they got some knowledgeable folks that, again, are, are, are there, and then they know about spirits. They'll tell you all about these great spirits, uh, including, again, our all, all-star lineup of scotches. Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, the Balvenie Scots Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scots Whiskey, also Monkey Shoulders, Single Malt, all award-winning scotches. And, of course, if you love um, uh, Irish whiskey, we got the second-largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. It's with the Irish drink. Tell them more, do Irish whiskey. And uh, our rum portfolio includes Sailor uh, uh, Jerry Rum, which, again, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation. Of course, taking care of active military, retired military members and their families. Hey, they get in a little bit of a financial jam, they're there for them. Living expenses, mortgage payments, rent, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. Again, the Gott Foundation is there for them. You give directly to the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtroops.org. Or again, the easiest way is to reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Don't also forget about Florida County Nicaraguan rum. And then, of course, uh, Fistful of Bourbon and Hudson Bourbon, all part of the bourbon portfolio and all part of the portfolio of William Grant. And, uh, again, uh, reach for a William Grant product. Get out there and enjoy it. Uh, it is the weekend. And what a beautiful day it's been here in New Orleans today. Absolutely spectacular uh, weather over the last couple of days. Uh, a little bit of a cool snap coming in, though, huh? A little bit of a cool snap, and, of course, well, hopefully we'll be able to enjoy that. Um, I don't know if I'm buying into snow flurries in the city, but it would be nice. I traveled all the way all the way to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, hoping to see snow, and we didn't see any snow. And ever since I, we came back to New Orleans, my daughter's place in Nashville, uh, they've been blanketed with snow over the last couple of weeks. Gatlinburg has been blanketed with snow. My daughter in Chicago has, uh, has, been, has been getting snow. Can we get some in New Orleans? I kind of doubt it. But, again, it is going to be cold. Some place on the North Shore uh, may be lucky enough to see some snow. Uh, hope, you, again, you'll get out there and have a great weekend no matter what. All right, Mike Fazano of Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Fazano Football Podcast, and Fazano Football Blog joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, my brother. Oh, man, it's a beautiful day. How you doing, day. brother? I know it's great. I'm great. How you doing? I know it's a beautiful day. We got some uh, cool weather coming in, though, like you said. So I'm just enjoying it right now while it's nice. Yes. And, uh, look, I, 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 I would not mind a few snow flurries, <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, I, I know that, again, there will be no accumulation, but it would be nice to see. No, no. You, no, they can no, keep snow no. flurries. Up. Not into it? Sorry, but I know you wanted a white Christmas up there in Tennessee. but Ooh, did I? 
I, I'm good. I went a long I went a long way to try to get one and couldn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't in the cards, my brother. No, it wasn't because like I said, it's been it's it's been snowing since we left. Yep. Well. Yep. That's one of those little dirty tricks Mother Nature pulls on you. Yep. Time well, now. again, you know, timing is everything, right? In life. Hell yeah, you know it. Timing is everything. Tell the folks. Speaking of timing, tell the folks about again uh, your your blog, your podcast, and of course the podcast that you and Scott do. You and Scott Craig. Tell us all about it. Fazan on football, podcast, and blog, Anchor App, and uh, Hot Off the Bench, Scott Craig and myself on the uh, podcast app on your iPhone and Spotify. Beautiful. Yep. Mike, let's start off with the Saints, put a postmortem on that. Uh, First of all, your thoughts on the season as a whole, and then we'll jump into, uh, again, uh, what could have been and then what's going to happen going forward as we've been discussing pretty much all week this week, uh, what's the future of this team? Take it away, my friend. Oh, well, the season as a whole, I mean, look, up and down. I mean, we all talked about this, the injuries, COVID, hurricane situation. And so, uh, you know, uh, eke it out a 9-8 and eight record uh, was uh, – Really a masterful job by Sean Payton, but I can't give him here's, – here's why I, I would talk about Coach of the Year with him, but here's why I can't go as far as saying he's Coach of the Year. Lost to the Giants. They fired their coach. Lost to Carolina. Second-year coach, they fired their offensive coordinator during the season. Lost to Atlanta the first time. First-year coach. I mean, three games, three teams. Of those three, Atlanta was probably the best of the three. But you lost two. And guess what? Well, two of them were at home. So you could say, well, they went to Carolina. They had a lot of people missing with COVID. They're on the road. Just came off a big win against Green Bay. We can, we can give them a pass. Giants in Atlanta are inexcusable. Giants is, are inexcusable. They were, they were just back from hurricane evacuation, uh, playing in front of their real home crowd. And Atlanta's Atlanta. Come on now. You own Atlanta. So, and they had just beaten Tampa the week before. <laughs> and so, I mean, I can't go all the way because it's my whole thing about Sean Payton, which I love him. I think he's a great coach. But he never he has a problem getting this team ready to play those teams, man, those bottom teams. They, they, he just can't get his team ready to play those teams. And it bites him every season, some way, shape, or form. And it bit them this year because you needed the Rams to lose, to beat the 49ers uh, to get you in the playoffs. And you had to beat Atlanta. So it is what it is. But overall, a good season considering everything that now. It, it is unprecedented with what they had to overcome, which, again, is what we are. I think it's why the fan base, even the media, has maybe given them a little bit of a pass this year to come up with a winning season. Uh, again, didn't this, the 17th game was a, was an away game. You lost your first home game, uh, you know, away from the facility for a month. Everything else that transpired, you know, 58 starters, 22 players out for the uh, Miami Dolphin game, three COVID breakouts uh, uh, within the, within the season. Um, you know, the situation with the quarterbacks, four different quarterbacks starting for you. I mean, just look. Most teams would be in the top ten of the draft with that. Yeah. Uh, but, again, this team had enough talent. And, and also, I talked about it on Monday, and Mike, and I'd like you to t- comment on it. 
a lot of this has to do with the culture. You know, and we saw that culture kind of take a dip when Junior Gallet was in that locker room and a few other players that, again, that just didn't fit what, what it was the culture that was created by Sean Payton and, and, and instilled by Drew Brees and then passed down from, again, um, leader to leader. But ultimately, you're in a situation, you know, where uh, most teams would have folded. They wouldn't have been pushing for a playoff spot. But I agree with you. Uh, it is unforgivable to lose to the Giants. Carolina and Atlanta and, and I talked about it when it happened you talked about it when it happened it, it just it's going to come back to bite you and it did okay did we lose Mike I'm here Eric I lost you for a second okay can you hear me go ahead. no I mean listen, yep go ahead everything that happened with the, all the good stuff happened because the Peyton keeping the team together with uh you know duct tape that you lost those games before all that happened, except for losing Will, uh, Jameis Winston. So the, the, the Giants game, as the Giants season turned out, was an unforgivable loss. It was a ridiculously bad loss, as it turns out. You had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, 11-point lead, whatever it was. It was an 11-point lead. Right, I think it was an 11. Overtime, and you give up the opening drive, of the overtime and give up a touchdown. You don't even hold up to a field goal and give your chance, give your offense a chance to, to come down and, and, and either tie it or win it. So, uh, to me, uh, that's why I can't. And it's, and it's Eric that we talk about it all the time. I just can't get past, despite all the great things they did with salvaging everything and having a chance to make the playoffs at the end. Man, uh, and Peyton knew it at the time. He knew, if you remember his press conference after that game, he said, look, we're going to have to own this one. And that's what he meant. Because you know what? You didn't make the playoffs, you own that Giants game. The team had to fire the coach, for goodness sake. It was so bad. Yeah. No. Well, no. Come on, they were a bad football team. Horrible. Horrible. They were I mean, a bad football team. You, no doubt about it. You were one of three teams that lost to that game. Team? Three or four teams. Right. And we were one of them. At home. At with home. a lead. Yeah. yeah. First game back from the hurricane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11-point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was us. We did it. And you don't get, you don't have any mulligans in the NFL, man. It's not like, uh, double elimination. Nope. nope. You got to win those games, like Hank Stram used to say. You win those early, easy games. They are in the can. No matter what happens after that, still a win. And then, you know. I keep going back to that. Well, maybe I'm just one of them. That's just my personality, right. but... But it was a great season. No, look, look it, most times I would not be giving them a pass. But with everything they had to overcome, and I don't give them a pass for that either. Again, they were healthy during those games. I don't want to hear about Carolina, that, again, they had Christian McCaffrey. You're a better team than Carolina. Yeah. And I want to hear about Atlanta coming back from, uh, again, the break. Uh, look, again... <laughs> Uh, you're a better team than Atlanta. That was proven in the last game of the season. And well, you, everybody showed, knows you're a better, better team than New York. They showed it in the fourth quarter of that first Atlanta game because they were down 24-6 in the fourth quarter. Great point. And they came back and took the lead, only to give it up on that last, you know, that play by Paul Sandevo giving up that pass to Cordell Patterson. But, you know, it's a play, play here, it's a play there. You know, Lattimore gave up the long pass to, to Barkley. And the game just flipped the, flipped the script. It flipped on its head right right when that play happened. 
So, no, it is what it is, Eric. I mean, look, who knows what would have happened if they made the playoffs in any way. Maybe they won and done. They would have been playing a Rams team who hasn't been playing well, who's got zero home field advantage, none. The Rams have no home field advantage. You saw that when they play in the 49ers. So, um, you know, and the Rams, they go from a two seed to a four seed on one pass by Stafford. Right. An interception where he had Odell Beckham Jr. wide open. All he had to do was lead him to the cone. It's a touchdown. Ah, forget it. It just aggravates me, man. <laughs> just frustrating. Uh, uh, about it. Well, now, well, now you look to now you look to the future of this team, and of course, uh, a lot of a lot's going to be done uh, in terms of. First of all, as I've said all week long, sixty-one million dollars over the cap. Don't even don't even sweat that. Okay, it's already built into Lattimore's contract, Ramchet's contract, Kamara's contract, even again Taysom Hill's contract to be able to again uh, to move some money around and to be able to open up cap room. So they're going to have cap room, and they're going to have cap room to go after, you know, again, any player they choose to go after. That's never been an issue here. The question yeah. is, what's the first move? Is, is there an opportunity to, to get a Russell Wilson? Uh, is, is there, again, or are you looking at, at again, uh, Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay? Or, or, again, is this a situation where, you know, uh, it's a Garoppolo uh, or, or a, a car out of, out of, uh, out of Las Vegas? Uh, what are your thoughts? Are they going to stick with Jameis Winston? Well, look, if it wouldn't hurt my feelings if they stuck with Jameis Winston, having you know after they make sure he's medically ready to go. Uh, to go. Um, we all do. We all agree he was just coming into form when he got hurt. Same for five and two. They would. They would. They'll probably lost a couple of games. They lost in that Winston losing streak. If he was with them. Um, also, remember, Kamara was out for those games, too. <laughs> that was five, that five-game losing streak. But uh, if I was going to go, I wouldn't, I wouldn't overpay, Biggie. I wouldn't give up the farm for Russell Wilson. Rogers. Now, those two are Hall of Fame quarterbacks, but out of those three, those four guys, Maybe I'm crazy, but Garoppolo, I think, would be a good fit here. And here's why. The Saints have talent around. They have a defense. They have an awesome – they have a potential Hall of Fame running back, a potential Hall of Fame wide receiver, a really good offensive line when they're healthy. And that's what Garoppolo needs. If he gets protection, which is what Kyle Shanahan did with him in San Francisco, then he's a good quarterback that can get your team, obviously, to the – now, he needs all that around him, but you don't have to give up the farm for him. So, And just remember this little caveat, Big E. Where do you go to college? Eastern Illinois. Where'd Sean Payton go to college? Eastern Illinois. Oh, Payton's loved him. Payton's loved him since. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he would be the guy that I, if I was going to trade for a quarterback, to me it would be him. Because I don't think you got to give up as much for him as you would for Wilson, obviously Rodgers. And, but if they decide to stay with Jameis, that's good. That's good. Fine. I don't mind Jameis at all. I really would. Yeah, I, I don't have an issue with Jameis Winston either. No. Um, I, I, would, I would be one that would like to see uh, another, another starting quarterback come into the, into the fold to compete for the, for the um, job because I don't believe, two, one, 
that Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback. Again, right. I think that's a waste of time to have them compete once again. And yeah, two, I we agree. don't know what Taysom Hill is going to be after the Liz Frank surgery. Uh, and, and again, what time, when, when he would be back, if he's back, and then what type of player he's going to be when he comes back. Right. Well, yeah, and he would have been out of the playoffs at the same, you know, back then. But um, he's got a year to recoup, to, and I, I, he'll probably rehab that, that, that leg to get back in shape. But let me just make it clear. I would love Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Don't get me wrong if they came to the Saints. I just think you'd have to pay way too much for and listen, the capital you'd have to spend on those two guys, and if you kept Wilson, you would use that draft capital or whatever on drafting, hello, wide receiver, anybody, wide receiver, or whatever. You know, get some talent, get some more talent here to work with uh, whatever quarterback you're going to have instead of spending a lot on, you know, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks there in the mid third, mid to late 30s. So. That's just me. And draft choices, i got to believe, this year are at a premium. Again, you have a lot of uh, – you don't have a lot of holes to fill, but you have holes on offense that you have to fill. And yeah, especially, again, spot. with you're a deep, a, wide receiver you're top, draft. you got a top 20 pick. You, you draft in the top 20, like with an 18 or something. Right, 18. Yeah, I mean, that's a good spot. That's where they got – Cam Jordan, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't know. No, that was a little bit later. But I, they got a decent player there one year. And they traded up and got mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks from that spot or around that spot uh, when they tried to Brandon Cook. Mike Mazam with us, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Santa Football podcast, and blog. The next big thing they're going to have to figure out is what's going to happen with Teron Armstead. $13 million in dead money. Uh, again, you can you can spread that over a couple seasons. What do you think is going to happen in terms of bringing him back? Uh, man, that's a great question. He's got dead money, you say? Uh, how much? $13 million. You, you can spread it out over two years, about that's seven and a half from a, a year. But, again, it's, it's dead money. Amount. Not a crazy amount, but it's a lot of money. And you can't depend on him. You know, I was – I flippantly said earlier in the year, let him, you know, if he's a free agent, let him go, let him sign. But um, I don't know. That's a dilemma, man, because he's a, such a good player when he's 100 percent, when he's, you know, close to 100 percent. But can you rely on him for 16 games? I, I just don't know if you spend all that money on a guy you can't rely on. They're gonna have to face that with Davenport coming soon. So, this year, this is a, this is the fifth year option. So they're gonna have, they're gonna try to sign him. Probably look after letting Henderson go. I, I, I they're gonna have to bite the bullet on 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 uh, yeah, on, on Davenport. Right. There's no other way around it right now. You can't let him walk out. You you had to make a choice back then, Henderson or or or, or, uh, or Davenport, yeah. and you didn't make the choice for Henderson. So no, you're right. You know you can't let Davenport walk out the door, right? Especially right. with an aging Cam Jordan. I mean, because he's such a great player when he's healthy. I mean, he's a dominant player. True. He can be he can be an all time player in the NFL if he stays healthy. His trajectory is that big. I think he's dominant. He's so quick off the edge and powerful. I mean, uh, long. Uh, mm-hmm. But they but they he's got to stay healthy. So. Well, they drafted another guy just like him in 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 um, 
in Turner, in Peyton Turner. And again, who has the same issue, staying healthy. Uh, so hopefully, yeah, again, he's a guy that gets through that as well. And look, the, the, he's kind of lanyard next year, right? I mean, he barely played this year. So he gets almost a mulligan. And you're going to be bringing him in next year. And, and hopefully, again, a, a healthy year where they're having the ability to be able to understand the scheme and the system, uh, to have played some games against NFL-type talent, uh, that he will be ready to go in that rotation as well. Now, listen, Turner, Turner his feeling is a really good defensive in the NFL, Joe Johnson type. Davenport's feeling is he could be an all-time player. He, he that, his upside's that good. So if you can get both those guys healthy or 100% of the season, give, give them a transfusion from Cam Jordan, get some of his blood into those two guys because Jordan's an Iron Man. And the only thing that kept him out of a game was COVID. And it wasn't right. even six. Well, you know, Mike, we said it a long time ago, right? The players have to realize the difference between being injured and hurt. Oh, yeah, pain and injury, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And uh, you don't think Cam Jordan's been been in? Been oh, come on, you know it. His last ten seasons, come on, man, he's played through it. He's excelled. I mean, we all knew, we all saw what he could do when he had a little bit of help on the other side. He's in his right early thirties. I mean, he looked like a guy could go another year or two at a high level. No, oh, I think so. Uh, again, especially yeah. if he get help on the other side. I've been saying it for two years now. At this point in his career. Again, he's still a viable, if not, again, can be an upper echelon defensive end. But, again, in order for him to be a guy that, that is going to get the sacks, you have to have somebody on the other side because he's going to get double teamed. The other guy's got to get the double team now. Let him, again, as his career winds down, be the guy that's getting, again, singled up with a tackle. And, and watch what he does. Again, he, he wears no. them out. He's still, look, Kim Jung could have been a really good tight end. His dad was excellent tight end with the Vikings. Right. He's a great athlete. The way he moves still at his age, and he's got power, he's off the edge, and he can move inside if they need him to. But you're right. I mean, it's, he at some point, some you know, all the time catches up with everybody. But if, the, if teams think, oh, we can just single up Cam Jordan now, well, you saw what happened when they when they did that mm-hmm. toward the end of the season when Danpoy was healthy. I mean, he dominated no uh, he's having multiple sacks. <laughs> the defense is intact. Now, again, you got to make a decision on Marcus Williams. Uh, I, I believe that P.J. Williams and Quan Alexander, they would be foolish to go anywhere else. Now, again, you, you got yeah. Werner, who, again, can, can fill in for, for Quan, but Quan just brings an energy uh, that, is, that is, again, infectious within that defense. And, 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 and it seems to, to lift all players in terms of, again, um, their abilities. P.J. Williams might be your starting safety next year if ultimately you move on from Marcus Williams. Uh, again, at the very least, the, the Dennis Allen has found, a, has found a ditch for him in this defense. He might find extra. He might find more money elsewhere, but he's not going to find the, uh, the I guess the playing time and and I guess the the confidence that this this staff has in, in him. Uh, you know, Biggie, when you you're making a great point because earlier I, I wanted to say, but I got off track. Um, the Saints are not that far from being a Super Bowl contender, and I mean next year. When you look at the defense is intact, one of the best defense, I think a top five in the league when everybody's healthy and playing right, and a top two or three offensive line when they're playing right, you know, um, a couple of key guys, even if you keep Winston and you draft a couple of 
a nice players. You're right back there, you know. You're right there chasing the Super Bowl, like chasing, you know, beating Tampa. They own Tampa on a regular season, and they gave Tampa the game in playoffs, gave it away. So, uh, you know, I don't. They're not far away. They really aren't. At least my really, they got to tweak the offense. You got to figure out what you can do with the offensive line. Whether you're going to bring Teron back or not. Because if you don't bring him back, you're going you're gonna to have to flip Ramshack to the other side. Then you've got to figure out what you're going to do at right tackle. Is it Hurst? Is it Landon Young? What are you going to do there? Ruiz has got to play better, okay? Well, There's just no other way around it. He's got to play better. Maybe, again, that's a situation where uh, if he's in his one, one position for the entire season, he plays better. You're getting mm-hmm. Pete back. And, again, for those that, again, hated, hated on just Pete, guess you were, you were hoping for him to come back this year. So you get your line intact. And then you just got to, again, go. Michael Thomas is going to have to be a guy that's going to have to figure we have to, they have to figure it out. But then you got to upgrade your wide receiver position. And obviously the quarterback is the, is the, is the biggest question mark going forward on, on, on what's going to happen there. But, you look, James, I don't know if Jameis Winston gets you to a Super Bowl, but I think he can get you to a playoff. And as I've been saying all week long, and I'd love you to comment on it, we've only got about two more minutes before you go to break, is that I believe – that Sean Payton already knows his decision on, on Jameis Winston. He knows that guy already and whether he believes he can deliver him to a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, I would agree, except for the injury. I, I, I think he wants to wait and see how he responds to rehab. And maybe he's already seen, how, and maybe he's come along such a, a long way. I don't know. We haven't had any reports on how he's doing in his rehab. That, um, And you're right. Um I think it's, it says a lot that he he had him the one year where he's a breezes on the study, then he he gave him the starting job and he shook off some rust and started to get more and more confident each week. I would have loved to have seen that's the biggest injustice to Winston getting hurt. I mean, I would love to have seen him week twelve, thirteen, yep. after having all that time in the Saints offense and playing with those guys every week, and and you know you don't lose Kamara either for five games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, that's just uh, that's something we'll never know what what could have been, but just gotta believe. By the end of the season, man, they would have been grooving. You know, um, uh, schedule wasn't that tough toward the end, if I remember right. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they would have been cruising into the playoffs. It, it would have uh, been interesting to see if he would have continued to be able to again stay away from the turnovers. Look, I've never had an issue with his with his ability. He's got a great arm. Uh, again, uh, he's a leader. Uh, he again, he's he's loved, beloved in the locker room. Uh, there's at times when things get a little bit uh, um, hairy on 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 on, um, on the field where he makes bad decisions, and we've seen that in his career at at, at Tampa. But he looked like he again he was paying attention to detail here in New Orleans and understanding that. Live to play another day. Don't turn the ball yeah. over. And we got a good enough defense. We're going to be able to rebound and get you the ball back. Now, can he, would he, would he be able to do that over a 17-game season? We don't know yet. But the right. small sample size said yes. Unfortunately, it's a very small sample size. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, God only knows which way it would have went. But I, I just got a, a feeling that the way he was – to me, in my eyes, the way he was gaining more confidence, and I think more importantly, Peyton was gaining more confidence to call. I agree with that too. Plays. Hmm? I agree with you. He was. Yeah, he was yeah. getting. Yeah, to open up his playbook a little more, not be so cautious. 
And look, sometimes he was a little overcautious. A couple of times where I wish, man, just uh, you got a guy in the scene, and you you know you got that recency bias thing. You mm-hmm. where you know Breeze would have hit that guy right, you know. Yeah, but Mike, he had no confidence in his wide receivers. I mean, he was – look, they couldn't get separation. That's why he started running. I mean, he's a guy – he doesn't want to run. He's a pocket passer, okay? And and at at some point he realized, if I don't start running, okay, I'm going to get sacked every every play here. And that's what ended up happening in terms of his injury, in my opinion. You know, I get a better set of receivers for him where there's some confidence there, where these guys are are getting off the jam, they're getting separation and catching the football. I, I think that again, um, he would have he would have played even better than he played when 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 he had the opportunity to. Mike, I got I got I'm, I'm at, I'm, hold hold that thought. I'd like yep. you to really comment on that when we get back. I, I don't want to get too far behind on these breaks. Let me take a quick break here. Hey folks, don't forget again. This is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. And yes, it's the it's the weekend. And yes, it's going to get very cold, severely cold on, on the North Shore. If your heater is not working, if you have not had it inspected by a professional, please call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. They will be out all weekend getting you up and running if your heater uh, breaks down. So, again, heating problems, think Burkhardt. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank cover the entire metropolitan area. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute currency call before they come to your home or business, and a company you can truly trust. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Five-time Entertainer of the Year, Luke Bryan is going to light up Las Vegas. Live in a new high-energy show opening February 11th at Resorts World Theater. And you could be there. That's my kind of night. Hey, guys, this is Luke Bryan. We're sending one winner and a guest to see Luke in Las Vegas, including airfare, two nights hotel, and two tickets to his show. Just listen weekdays for the national keyword and text in for your chance to win. Prizes provided by AET Presents. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, get an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great winter deals on coats and jackets for him and her. Relaxing massagers and designer pillows now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway right at the Claiborne Earhart exit. And delays pick back up along the West Bank Expressway from Lafayette Street to Manhattan Boulevard and delays pick back up from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Your delays are heavy 10 eastbound from the Bonnet Carey Spillway to Veterans and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the High Rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to Orleans and then delays pick back up 10 westbound from Clearview to Veterans on the 610 on the westbound side. Your delays are steady right at Canal Boulevard and on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you.
like that, the entire Verizon network goes down. It's been one of those days. Walk in the house today, the entire Cox network's down here at the house. Uh, and of course, I'm using, on my cameras, I use an internet card from Verizon, I have a Verizon phone, and boom, all the time, once it all goes down. It's Friday, isn't it? It's time for a William Grant. Mike was saying, as, this, as we get ready to conclude our comments about what's happening with the Saints, we'll jump into the Pels, and also, again, the LSU Tiger basketball team. Also, again, we'll try to get into some LSU football as well. Mike, again, as, we, as we've been saying, I believe they're not that far away, and I believe they know they're not that far away. And they realize, again, with this defense, this championship defense, that they get the quarterback situation figured out. They figure out whether they're going to do Michael Thomas long-term here. Uh, that they'll be right back next next year and an even stronger football team because of what happened this year because a lot of guys have playing time that Norman would not have. Mike, you with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I lost you for just a second. Okay, go ahead. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, there's, I think they're not far away. I mean, they're – to me, they're just a, a player or two and keeping some guys healthy from being uh, back in the play in the uh, Super Bowl hunt. I mean, I'm, there's no doubt in my mind. So, yeah, the season ended rough with not making the playoffs, but uh, I think I think the future looks bright because there's a not there's there's some age on the team, but a lot of the guys are, are right there in their prime. So. Yeah, no doubt. Mike, let's shift gears. First of all, the Pelicans are playing really good basketball. Uh, another win last They're on their way to Brooklyn. Uh, they're a game and a half out of the 10th spot now, playing as well as any team in the NBA. They seem to have found, again, their niche with these these players, minus Zion Williamson. Your thoughts on the Pels? Well, you know, it's funny. You mentioned Zion Williamson. It's all, It reminds me of when – Cam Newton got hurt with Carolina a few years ago, and I don't even remember the backup quarterback came in. It was playing so well, they were almost Carolina was almost like, you know what, Cam, just just take all the rest you need, take all the time right. you need, and take your time coming back because they were actually winning without him. And I think the the Pelicans and uh, uh, I think they found a formula now, you know, mm-hmm. to, uh, to to compete, and and they found a, a team. Where I don't know Zion even fits in anymore. I mean, do they? If he comes back, do they stop doing what they're doing just to accommodate him? Or, or I think what? he's got to fit in, Mike. I'm like, I think yeah. he's the guy that's got to fit in now. That's what I say. I mean, I don't know. Does he? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. We talked yesterday to 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 um, I can sell the bird rights and Fletcher Mackle, and of course, it looks like the Portland Trailblazers with Dame going under undergoing surgery, uh, they're firing their general manager is probably going to be in a situation where they're going to be sellers. And C.J. McCollum is a guy that, again, I like, yeah. that a lot of people like here in New Orleans. They need to add another star. 
No matter what, they needed to add another star anyway with Zion was coming back. But if they could get a guy like that in the backcourt, they're that much better, okay? And that gives them an opportunity to make, to, to make a run here. Uh, but they are playing defense. They are playing unselfish basketball. Uh, and it seems like guys understand, again, what their role is on this team. And that's the most important. Even Brandon Ingram's hitting clutch shots. I mean, you know, my biggest gripe with Ingram used to be, where's he in the last five minutes of the game? But, I mean, he had a, he had a bad turnover the other night, but he came back and hit a, a crucial shot. I mean, they blew the Clippers out, uh, I guess it was last night. Uh, this team is is feeling themselves. You know, they're in a groove. You know, it's it's one of those things where they like playing with each other. They understand. They accept their roles because it's working. You got to give the coach uh, a heck of a lot of credit, um, and you even got to give uh, Griffin credit for hiring him. Uh, you know, th- to me, they just gelling. And it's it's fun watching them play again. It's, it's that they play with a purpose. They understand what they're doing. Right. Uh, it's not you don't just watch them and go, what the hell is this team even practice? And I think what happens is was was Zion to come back, and he's got a plot. You know, he's got a um, he's got a uh, post up. Right. He's you know, ball he dominant. Got, you got a ball. Yeah. You got to get the ball inside. He's got to work work the post. If he has nothing, and everybody else is kind of move around, kind of stand around, see what Zion's going to do. And it's almost like they're thinking, wow, well, we kind of found a formula here without him. Now, they're going to sell all the right things. Oh, no, no, we right. need Zion back. Oh, my God, he's a great player. And he is a great player when he's healthy. But like you said, Eric, he's so much of his game that because he's so dominant physically that he's never improved that, you know, he's got a lot to uh, on his game to work on, and he's got to get his weight in check as well, Zion. Yeah, so, no doubt. Let's let, 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 let shift gears. Go, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying they're not missing him right now. No, well, I mean, look, but you you miss a talent like that, but they have adjusted without him. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah. I mean, you can't. He's a talent. He is. Again, does he need to expand his game? I agree. Yes, he does. But uh, again, you you miss something like that. I got to ask you about LSU uh, basketball, twelfth in the nation. Uh, again, uh, what are they now? Fifteen and one, three and one with within the conference. Uh, the the game against Florida, where they beat them sixty four to fifty eight on the road. Again, Pinson out, Eason and Reed foul out, uh, and really, really, they, they were not even a factor in the game, and they still found a way to win. This is a heck of a of, of a yeah. basketball team LSU's got. Yeah, um, old Doom was Doom, and he's like, man, this is terrible because they, they gave up that big lead. But you like you said, man, they they missing the best play. <clears throat> Well, one of their best players, but and then when Florida came back on them, and but but still they were they managed to hold it tight, and, and, and you know, despite two guys falling out and missing one of their best players, so um, they play Arkansas. It's going to be interesting to see. <clears throat> Arkansas is a team that is they're most they're a lot like LSU in the fact that they are athletic. Mm-hmm. They like to run. Not the best shooting team in the world. They like to play defense and get up and down the floor. So. Um, that's going to be one of those one of those situations where it's two games that are similar the way they play. So it ought to be fun to watch. Yep, Tulane playing well as well, seven and seven <laughs> on 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 the um, season what four the one in the conference. Beat Wichita State for the first time in history, sixty eight yeah. to sixty seven the other the other night, and um, Hunter's team is coming on. 
what's going on in New, in the Louisiana basketball, man? About time, know. huh? It's like when we grew up, right? You I mean, every year, well. four, three, four, five teams in the NCAA yeah. tournament. Yeah, I mean, what the heck's going on? I mean, Tulane's coach is doing an outstanding job getting those yep. guys uh, playing. Uh, the transfer from LSU is helping, too. Um, mm-hmm. So, was it Jalen Cook, huh? Is that who yep. it is? Mm-hmm. Yes, who it is. I mean, that that really – he really brought some life into that to that team. But they, they play well, you know, they play well. We always knew he's a good coach. He just yep. needed time to, to get himself get his players his program. What's that? Yep. That's to get his players. That's it. Yeah. So just need to be patient. Yeah. And before we wrap up, Mike, I got to got to throw it out there again. As long as I'm sixteen and 5 and zero in the conference, Loyola number one NAIA number one ranked team in the nation. Incredible. Yeah, I mean keep it keep it going, Wolfpack. I mean they're doing great. And I'd love to see. Uh, wouldn't it be great if uh, Loyola wins the, the, you know, the, I guess the NAIA. NAIA, and yes. You have, and you have a couple of two, three teams in the tournament uh, from Louisiana and LSU that makes be, a run. You know, deep. Hopefully, it'll get people watching uh, or going to see college basketball again here in New Orleans, where again it's kind of a, a lost situation now, especially with with professional basketball here in New Orleans. And then, and, and more than that, just so many games on TV. That, that I mean, more than anything else, so many games on TV that, again, people yeah. feel more comfortable watching the games from, from their living room than heading out to a game. Mike, I've got a Hello. minute left. Tell us about your fantastic podcast. Uh, again, uh, the podcast also with, with Scott and, of course, your blog as well. Uh, yeah, but before I do, I just want to say, you know, it's much better sure. going, being in an NBA game live or a college game live. Oh, yes. Than it is watching on television, especially when your team's playing well. Yeah, uh, Hot no Off doubt. the Bench with Scott Craig, myself, on the uh, podcast app, Spotify, and Apple. And uh, for that on football, on the Anchor app, uh, the same uh, platform as my boy, Big E. There you go. There you go. Always a pleasure, my friend. Oh, you know it, my man. Always fun. That's Mike Fazan, Hot Off the Bench podcast, Fazano football podcast and blog with us each and every Friday here on the William Grant Family Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. Uh, again, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Look, it's going to be a little chilly. You need the heater. Even a person like myself who doesn't put the heater on the house is going to probably put the heater on this weekend. Uh, again, if your heater's not working, if you haven't inspected by a professional, maybe you're not feeling comfortable with the heater, please call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll be there to help you. Again, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home, and truly a company can trust. It's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second-floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our 
customers. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child? Celebrate a major anniversary. At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Do you need employees? Cumulus Media is holding a virtual job fair. We're spending over $45,000 in advertising to promote it, and we want to help get you the employees you need. To be a part of this job fair, email nolasales at cumulus.com today, as space is limited. That's nolasales at cumulus.com. nolasales at cumulus.com. Let us do the work to find you the employees you need. I want to thank Mike Fazan for joining us in the program. Really enjoy Mike joining us each and every week. Hope you do as well. Uh, don't forget, as the William Grant family distillers, Friday extravaganza, reach for William Grant product, Henry's Gym, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, all-star lineup of scotches, Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotts Whiskey, the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder, Tullamore Dew Iris Whiskey, Sailor Jerry Rum, and, of course, so much more. It is the William Grant family distillers, Friday extravaganza. We'll be right back. Oh, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. 
The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome back. 
hour number two of Inside New Orleans. The William Grant family is still Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. If for some reason you walk away from the radio, you can't stick around, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, great way to take this, the show with you mobile, uh, smartphone, tablet, etc. Of course, we're on the World Wide Web at Nash FM 106.1 and also ericasher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. We are anchor, our anchor is our home base, but... Man, I tell you what, every single podcasting platform out there and some that I don't even know, I'm telling you. I found one uh, one about a week and a half ago that I didn't even know existed. Uh, but, again, enjoy it. Uh, we usually try to get that up for you about 20 minutes after each program. And uh, thank you for listening on the podcast. Thank you for listening over the airwaves at 106.1 FM or, again, any of the other ways, again, that you can listen to our program. Thank you so much. Also, again, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. It really was a fantastic show with uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Uh, he's so knowledgeable. On, and it's just not Saints. Again, the one thing about a show like this is it gives Sean an opportunity who has really been known as a Saints guy, right? to really kind of spread his wings a bit and to talk about everything that's out there. It's kind of one of the things they do at overtime now uh, with um, uh, over at Fox 8. So, again, tonight, 9 o'clock Pelican, 10 o'clock LAE, 2 a.m. at uh, on the Deuce, WLA-TV2, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Astro on Twitter, Eric Astro on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, also um, on the WLA-TV YouTube page, and it'll be shortly up on ericasher.com. Uh, I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us in the first hour. Christopher Dotson will join us at 515. Uh, he's from Forbes. We'll talk some Pels with him. He, he was telling me on the text that you know, he could branch out. Maybe we'll talk a few other uh, uh, teams with him as well. And then we'll finish up with Garland Gillen. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot happening with the LSU Tigers right now in terms of the transfer portal, adding a lot of players, a lot of players with Louisiana ties. And the great thing about having Garland on today is Garland has seen these guys in high school. So, again, he covered them in high school. And, of course, now they go away to another university, come back to LSU, you know, for maybe one or two years of eligibility left. He'll be able to tell us all about it. That'll happen again at 535 this afternoon. It is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. So proud to have William Grant as our title sponsor uh, of our program each and every Friday. And, and just a, a fantastic lineup of spirits. And, look, I've been blessed. Uh, I, I, was, I, I was part of Tales of the Cocktail for seven years. And I got a chance to be able to taste spirits from all over the world. And, uh, again, uh, I can tell you, the, the spirits at, at William Grant, uh, again, are top-notch. And if you have not tried these spirits, uh, again, I, I ask you, try the, the, the small airplane bottles. Go, buy, go to your favorite spirit store, buy a few of them. Just to give a taste test on, again, uh, the unique spirits of the William Grant portfolio. Hendrick's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. And, of course, the all-star lineup of scotches. And I'm talking about all award-winning. Uh, Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, the Balfini Scots Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scots Whiskey, Monkey Shoulder Single Malt. Uh, if you love bourbon, Fistful of Bourbon and Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, fantastic bourbon. And I was a guy that, that, that drank another bourbon, okay? And uh, if... if uh, uh, I have both the Hudson and Fistful of Bourbon here at my house, and I'm telling you, smooth, great bourbon taste. 
wonderful. Had some up up in the mountains and really enjoying that. Uh, in the hot tub, man, I'm telling you right now, fantastic bourbon. I love bourbon. If you're a bourbon drinker, try it. And then, of course, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world. And then we get to our rum portfolio, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, which is fantastic, and then Sailor Jerry rum. I've talked about it over and over again. Uh, we lived on the Endemian Parade Route, had a party every Endemian uh, Saturday, and I'd, I'd make this big old um, um, uh, uh, big old jug of uh, uh, Mardi Gras punch. And I, I say jug, it was huge. Uh, almost a, con- a big container of it. And I started off using like six, seven different rums to try to get the right taste for it. And, and then I discovered Sailor Jerry. And I'm telling you, all those rums went away. Sailor Jerry and some, some of the other ingredients, and it was perfect. Sailor Jerry rum, again, uh, fantastic spice rum for you. A night, a weekend night like, like coming up with, uh, again, the, the, uh, the chill in the air, perfect for spice rum. Uh, and, of course, if you buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, a, per, a portion of those proceeds go uh, to our friends over the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. One thing George Laureanus tried to do, uh, again, uh, he comes from a military background, is to be able to try to make, help sure, make sure we help our military. Republic Beverage, William Grant, all in on this, give back. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, taking care of active military, retired military members, and their families. So, again, uh, www.gotourtroops.org, you can um, go in and find out if you can get help directly. But remember, over $200,000 in financial aid given out since 2012. Uh, basic family needs, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, even necessary home repairs. Who doesn't need that in the aftermath of Ida, right? So, again, reach for a William Grant product, reach for Sailor Jerry Rum, and, of course, don't forget about the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. i got to tell you, I... I uh, Crestity Sports is so good, okay? Ken has put together a great team over there. I've got them on my phone as, as, as on alert and uh, constantly getting, again, alerts on what's happening in the sports world. And I uh, just came up a few minutes ago. Uh, New Orleans special teams ace uh, JT Gray has earned four first-team All-Pro honors from the Associated Press. Uh, of course, that's 50 members of the voting uh, Associated Press for the 2021 All-Pro team. He's got 18 votes. Uh, the, the thing that I don't, I cannot believe, and just another slap in the face, DeMario Davis received 10 votes. He finished fourth among, again, voting for the linebackers. Marcus Williams received three votes. He was tied for seventh among safeties. Marshawn Lattimore received one vote, tied for fifth among cornerbacks. Um, with a defense as, as great as it was this year, and look, let's face it, it was one of the best defenses in the NFL. The, not to at least have DeMario Davis who is who I consider one of the top three linebackers in all the NFL on this team uh, is, is a travesty. Um, you know, we can you can you can talk about again some maybe some other players. Like Cam Jordan came on late. Anyamata really lost the first six games, so I, I get that. You know, but the one guy that you could figure that was going to make that team would have been Demario Davis. He is an All-Pro linebacker, and at least one player should have been able to represent. This team uh, from from uh, from from the defensive side of the ball, uh, Alvin Kamara. If he doesn't miss the first, the four games, maybe he gets a shot there. Again, um, um, I believe four, yeah, four games that he missed. Uh, you know, the line was in, was in flux all year long. Normally, you would say Toronto Armstead or Ramshack, uh, but again, Ramshack both and Armstead injured. Uh, even uh, the situation with with McCoy. But the one player you thought would have made this All Pro team would have been Demario Davis. And Davis left off the team. Uh, unfortunate, it really is. The linebackers that made the team, Micah Parsons, uh, Darius Leonard, 
uh, and and also uh, Devontae Campbell, Devondre Campbell, all all made the list at the linebacker position. A lot of that is you don't go to the playoffs. You're nine and eight. You're struggling again. But look, you can't overlook how great of an everyday linebacker, every down linebacker. Pardon me, uh, the Demario Davis is. Just a, again, a slap in the face. Hopefully, again, all this continues to motivate this team for next year. And because as Mike and I were talking about, I don't think they're far away. Again, tweak the offense. They'll be right back in the playoffs and a possibility of a Super Bowl. All right. Joining us on the program now, look, he's one of the best we have. Again, does a great job for Forbes, uh, writing for for that publication, covers the Pelicans and so much more. Christopher Dotson joins us on the program. Chris, how are you? Oh, man, I'm doing pretty good, Eric. We were talking about a crawfish bowl last night in the Pelican spaces, and sure enough, I could smell one at the Bayou Beer Garden. So when we finish this, I'm going to have to go get some of that Sailor Jerry's and and call it a good Friday. There you go. That'll be a good Friday for sure. Hey, Chris, before we get started, tell the folks about Forbes and tell us the folks how how they can contact you via social media. You're very, very active on social media. I learn a lot from your your tweets and your posts. Tell the folks a little bit about it. Yeah, you can follow me at Twitter. It's just doing it, Dodson. The podcast is Unfiltered Dunks, and the Protecting Us podcast. I'll usually talk about some stuff there. Try to drop a little bit of news there to keep it keep it fresh and keep keep give, giving people a reason to come back to it. Uh, Forbes, just my last name, Dodson. Uh, Forbes dot com backslash Dodson Forbes Sports. Just did a five part series with the uh, vice presidents with the Pelicans and the Saints on how they've been trying to market the team. Uh, pretty pretty proud of that work. Uh, and yeah, yeah, I, I hope y'all can go check out that series thought it was an excellent series and it gave us insight into, into what they're doing um pelicans now 16 to 26 uh again they're one and a half uh, games out of the 10th place uh they, they have played very very well um what what would you put your finger on the turnaround for this team what what how did this team turn this thing around to, again they become much more competitive uh, really since really since november but really december into into january well, if you look at just physically the talent, they, they turned it around when they got B.I. back from his hip injury. But I think it was a few games after that. And then you get the Devontae Graham shot against OKC. And that's when this team, you know, they just they started talking more. Even Josh Hart started going on podcasts. They started having an extra player available after media uh, availability just to, to come out and express how much positivity was around this team. And since that time, you've really seen it, it turn into wins. When you look at this team as a whole, um, we've talked about this um, on, with other correspondents that come on the program. With the trading deadline coming in next month, uh, what do you think this team needs to get them over the hump? Now, look, at, at this point, everybody can say Zion. I'm looking at Zion if and when he comes back as Lanyap. But what's the player or the position you feel this team is it needs right now? I really think, and it's going to be tough because he's done great for us, and I just mentioned it, Devontae Graham. Yes, I think you've got to upgrade his position, maybe put him in a package for a C.J. McCollum. Uh, and then from there, you've got to trim the excess fat, the, the people who are surplus to requirements, but keep this core. So in the keel, he's been jacking up shots no matter what. Jackson, Trey, anybody that wants them guys in a package, you send them as long as you don't send Josh Hart, a Jonas Valanciunas, a B.I., a uh, Herb Jones, that, that's your core four. And, and other than that, you've really just got to take what's left over and upgrade maybe the, you know, the starting ball handler, somebody who could help run the half-court offense, keep that burden off of B.I., and then maybe a seventh, eighth man to help Josh and Herb when it comes to uh, uh, playing defense. And you do that, 
you're in the 10th seed, maybe even better, you might get a home game to play in and win one or two games, and you get you get that series against Golden State. And if Sion's back by then and this team's healthy with a couple upgrades, it, you can't convince me the Pelicans would not at least win one home game there. And they did the same thing with AD and Drew, and getting to that point would be a great marker for this team. 12th place right now. Again, they're, they're, again not, they're really not that far away when I'm, when I'm talking about a game and a half. It's only Sacramento and, and Portland in front of them. A lot of people feel like Portland at this point uh, may, may start being a, a seller here, especially if, if Dane is, is, is going to be in a situation where he's got to undergo surgery. Uh, you're the third correspondent that's been on this program this week that's talked about C.J. McCollum. Why is he a fit? He's a fit just because he's more of an offensive threat than Devontae Graham, and we need that. We have a defensive uh, balance right now and foundation, starting from Giannis. Her B.I.'s been very much active on that end. We need a little bit more of a scoring punch to stay with, again, if we get that first-round series against Golden State. And that's that's why C.J.'s being mentioned maybe even more than a Fred Van Vliet, who's a steadier hand on the ball and as a, as a point-of-attack defender. But CJ just brings that extra punch where he he can go off for fifty on, on on a night, you know, three times a month. Where Fred is somebody I'd heard before this season started and going into free agency and wrote about. He can he can maybe do that once a season. You mentioned uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker and Jackson Hayes. I am one that would like to be more patient with them and allow them to grow because again of their uh, because of their their ability. Of course, two years at Virginia Tech for. Um, for Nikhil Alexander Walker, only one year at Texas. Those guys are still growing. I mean, you know what? Uh, th- this would be their their rookie year uh, for uh, this would be the rookie year for 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 Nikhil, right? And this would be a senior year for for Jackson if he was still uh, in college. Uh, why 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 would you not be interested in again having those guys stick around and maybe uh, you know grow them and, and allow their talent to be able to come come to fruition? Just a question. Well, right now, if they you look at maybe. A, of three different options, the three true outcomes in baseball, same thing for this this team in Jackson. If he really lives up to his potential, how much more are you going to get for him in a year or two when you really have to push your ships to the table because Zion will be extension eligible. Uh, Brandon Ingram will be in the middle of his second contract. Same for Nikhil. If, if they stagnate, are you going to get much at all for him? And if they really just tank and start looking like they did at the start of the season instead of how they have the last couple of weeks, you, you might have to give him up for little to nothing, like Cam Reddish just got, you know, from Atlanta to New York. They, they really gave little to nothing for, what, the eighth pick in a draft after just a couple of years. So you really have to sell high on them. And you also, uh, looking at the, the team, just hearing a few things, you've got the, just the internal scouting and how much they really have a belief. And if that belief's not there, you go ahead and just, just cash it in, trade them, see what you can do to package them to, again, get that upgrade that's maybe a little bit more on this timeline because, again, it, it gets down to the championship timeline. You got Ingram, you got Zion. They're going to be ready to win when they're both healthy as much as next season. I don't yes. think you can say that about Jackson or Nikhil. Two, maybe even three years from now, they might even be a year past like Alonzo path, and he's on his third team and only four or five mm-hmm. years into the league. Right. Um. Talk a little bit about uh, Trey Murphy and a guy that was thought to be uh, a player that could come in and be that sharpshooter for him. What do you think has been the 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 the, the thing that has inhibited him in terms of his maturation process? A lot of it is just he doesn't have that confidence he had in Vegas. But I think that's more he was allowed to have that confidence. He knew he was one of the better players on the court in Las Vegas. Now he's still unsure of his role. He's trying to think 
about the play after he's already got the ball. He's trying to think about the shot after he's, you know, made it one poor decision and got off balance, and it just it's throwing his shot all the way off. And when your shot's not falling as a basketball player, other things just start compounding and going wrong, missing cutters, getting lackadaisical on defense, still being in your head. And that, that just comes down to he's going to have to play more than he thinks. And that, that, that's instincts, getting used to it, getting with Fred Vincent, making sure he's confident in his shot, whether it's going down or not. You know, shoot or shoot. You got to forget about the last miss and worry about the next one you make. And I think Trey has just seen a lot of misses, and it's in his head a little bit. The biggest turnaround for this team, in my opinion, is, again, on the defensive end. And it's amazing that you bring in a guy like Valanciunas and also a guy like Herb Jones, and all of a sudden, again, even that that, that – uh, uh, that base that you had coming back from last year has now turned into one of the top defensive teams in the NBA. I mean, look at who Herb Jones, you could say replaced Drew Holiday in a sense, but also the other people guarding his position the last few years. We've seen J.J. Redick try and guard some of them spots. We've seen Bledsoe uh, and Eric Gordon, and Herb Jones just brings a, a talent level and something that you can, it's, it's kind of like offensive line work. It's really hard to see somebody and remember an offensive lineman's name it's really hard to understand or, or have your reputation as a rookie second-round pick like Herb Jones has. And he just does stuff on that end of the floor that just, it stands out in a way that you can't help but notice. And you, you see it on the stat sheet. You see it on for the guys he's guarding also in the win-loss column these last few weeks. And Valanciunas has been a double-double machine. And, and also his ability, his, I think what's underrated, the ability, his, his ability to pick – uh, and also, again, his just his again basketball IQ, understanding you know the the moment in the game where the ball needs to go. I mean, just a true pro. Yeah, and he's a lot more nimble on the perimeter as a defender, uh, more so than Stephen yes. Adams was. I think we Great all point. can see that that was an upgrade uh, that that this front office made this off season, and just the way he can understand and help help lead some of the players, even point out stuff to Herb. And then on the offensive end, yeah, he's a double-double machine. He hasn't been as consistent as I would like. I don't know that might be a sacrilege to say the way it's going now, but mm-hmm. just some nights he, he's not there. Against the Clippers, he's always great. But I truly believe looking forward to like Saturday, if we can win points in the paint and Jonas can go out there and really maybe put up 20 and 10, this Pelicans team can go to Brooklyn and steal a game, and they're on a three-game road strip. If they win one or two, that's, that's a success no matter what what the roster or the injury report says. And that would also, again, give this team a boost coming back home against the Celtics and going into next week. This team looked dire going into January, and now they've really just turned around this this whole narrative around the team. Well, a lot of it has to do, again, with the comfort level of Brandon Ingram and the fact that he's on the floor. I mean, when he went out, again, uh, that's just a, it's hard to lose a superstar like that and continue winning ways. Uh, but, again, the comfort level is there. Uh, again, uh, this team seems to understand where he needs to get his shot. And then, of course, on the defensive end, uh, he's playing as hard as anybody else out there on the floor. Yeah, he's got a very much a renewed focus on defense. That's something that everybody talks about, including Antonio Daniels in the spaces, again, to mention that. But just looking at B.I., they're starting to run the, some, some actions a lot more than they used to. A lot of these dribble handoffs to get him into a one-bounce, He's up. He's taking that mid-range game, and he's just really death by a thousand cuts because your defender can't stay with it when B.I. is just shooting over the top of him. You're trying to come around a pin-down screen, and he's already getting into his shot while you're getting around a Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Willie Hernan Gomez, even Jackson Hayes is starting to learn. He's, Jackson's starting to learn to pick and roll a lot better. And as they, 
that that's just something that frees up Brandon Ingram to do his thing. Yeah, and and of course, uh, again, um, also again, passing the basketball. One thing about this team is. Uh, they're not turning it over as more as much as we saw maybe in previous years, but yet again they are trying to again move the basketball, giving up a, a good shot for a great shot more often than not. Yeah, against the Clippers, their first two baskets I know were assisted. I don't have the stats right in front of me, but I think it was something like seven of the first eleven baskets the Pelicans registered an assist as well, and that's just, that's something that where this offense, when it's really looking good, it reminds me of Golden State because they're moving the mm-hmm. ball quicker. They're not right. getting into these. You know, simple, let's let's wait for the defense to get set. Now we run the pick-and-roll action. No, they're just moving the ball quickly, getting around, and, and you got to love to see it. Yep, no doubt about it. Um, talk about, again, the rest of this month, um, um, and then your thoughts on Zion. Uh, if he will be back, if he will be back when you think he may be back. This is a pretty big month for this team. They, again, they had a winning month in December. They've got to follow that up with another winning month. Yeah, yeah, and January, I don't think they play but one more team with a losing record. That's why it looks so dire going into this, but they really, mm-hmm. you know, stepped up and won some games. Looking at Zion, I, having no inside information at all, I would circle something like March 15th, just after the trade deadline maybe, where you say if he's not back yet, we just see what this team can do to let them finish out the season. Bringing Zion back would almost be a disservice to the guys that have, you know, soldiered on. And, and got through this season and really got, they went out there and earned their respect and putting the, uh, not to call it a circus and put too much hyperbole on it, but we all know what the national media would do with it. They would forget everything this team's done and put it all on Zion. So you've got to have a point where you say, even if Zion's ready, so to speak, if he's not on the court playing, he, he, he's done for the year. This is, this is Brandon Ingram and the rest of the team's year. Zion can come back, you know, next year and they can work together. But, Right. Hopefully he'll be also, back before March first, and, right. and and hopefully this team is still in that playoff hunt. But there's a transition period, right? I mean, this team is playing one way. Uh, Zion is ball dominant. They, they play a different, almost a different way. So now Zion's got to kind of fit in here. Uh, again, not that again it's hard to fit in a guy to give you a double double, but uh, at the end of the day, there is a little bit of a transition to what they're doing now, especially on the offensive end. And I think that's why you got to circle a date on the calendar for a comeback date because it, it, you don't want this team to have that narrative even making the playoff playing situation. And then they go mm-hmm. out and have a stinker and the offense looks disjointed and it looks like it's, you know, if Zion's on the court, they do Zion. If not, it's B.I. and they're kind of sharing the ball that way but not really engaged with one another. And it takes time to make that transition period and grow that chemistry. And if it's not there, right. again, it's a disservice to this team to not let them see it out as they see fit and try and square peg round hole Zion into 15 regular season games, 8, 10, whatever that would be at the end of April, and 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 play a basically an exhibition preseason, you know, first month of the season type game against a playoff team in a playoff situation. That, that, I just see that as a disservice to the team that's on the court. There you go. Chris, always a pleasure, man. Really enjoy, your, again, your articles. Again, uh, you're very, very active on social media. Again, I enjoy your tweets as well. Tell the folks how they can uh, find you on social media, how they can find everything you're doing for Forbes. Yeah, it'll be over at Twitter, doing it, Dodson, and then Unfiltered Dunks is the uh, Protecting Us podcast account. Forbes is just Forbes.com backslash Christopher Dodson over at Forbes Sports Money. You can just Google that, and that's how you can uh, pull up all the articles. I appreciate anybody wants to read Thanks so much. Have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you, Eric.
All right, there you go. Christopher Dotson doing a great job for Forbes. Don't forget about uh, my friends at Southern Tire. Uh, it's the weekend. A lot of folks want to get their vehicle taken care of. Think Southern Tire. Uh, bring it in, and I'll let them do the inspection on it. Again, whether it's an oil change, whether, again, you had problems with the engine. Uh, maybe you're looking for another set of tires. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something for everyone's budget. And, of course, financing is available. That's wheels and tires of the 30 inches. When I talk about diagnostic equipment, I'm talking about uh, the, the largest selection of diagnostic equipment in, in, in the city. Bar none. Uh, same diagnostic equipment as the dealership, and I'll say uh, I'll go on the, on the limb and say even more diagnostic equipment. Uh, the Piazza family is really invested, and in, again, uh, in, in the diagnostic equipment uh, for the for the newer vehicles. Again, so again, you're not you're not chained to the dealership anymore. You want to go to a locally owned and operated shop that again that's got your back. It's Southern Tire. Again, don't forget also about your damaged rims. They can repair your damaged rim, rims as well. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's it is uh, Southern Tire. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com. Check out all the service they provide for their customers. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, get an extra 20% off with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great winter deals on coats and jackets for him and her. Relaxing massagers and designer pillows now at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Tenney's Bonnier delays are steady from the Bonnet Carries Spillway to Power Boulevard. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays on the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. And look out for delays on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handle. 
Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating when you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then uh, put you down on the calendar for a single-day install. When they do that, they, again, there will be a single-day install. They'll come out and, and, again, install that in one day. Financing available with generators, you can pay that over time. New install quality, check out the one month. It's what they do for everything they install in your home or your business. Come out, make sure, again, you operate and know how to operate the system. You're comfortable with the system. And then, of course, 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to generator. Generator sales and service. Burkhart's the experts, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant family of Stillers Fry Extravaganza. It's Friday. It's the weekend. Reach for a William Grant product. All right. I want to thank uh, uh, Christopher Dotson for joining us in the program for Forbes. We turn our attention to the LSU Tigers. And, of course, we'll talk some Saints if we get a chance as well. Garland Gillen of Fox 8 Sports joins us in the program. I was saying this a little earlier, Garland. The one thing that, again, I love having you on the program to talk LSU, especially during this time, is you've covered these kids during high school. So, again, when these kids are jumping in the transfer portal that maybe played elsewhere, you've already got a thumbnail on those guys, scouting report, because you saw those kids when they were playing high school here in Louisiana. Welcome to the show, my friend. Yeah, you're right. I have covered a lot of these guys. Joe Fusha, who was at Arkansas, was the team captain this year for the Razorbacks, played safety. He was an absolute beast when he was at Mac 35. I mean, monster hits, interceptions. He was a game changer. And he's only like 5'10", 5'11", which is very in the Tyron Matthew um, mold. And actually Tyron on Twitter, right when Fusha announced he's going to LSU, Tyron chimed in because I think they have a relationship. You know, two Mm -hmm. New Orleans guys. So, uh, yeah, Fusha, no doubt I covered. Um, Tyron Lacey played at, at Thibodeau High. He played for the Raging Cages for two years. He just committed to LSU today. Lacey was a dynamic talent when he was at Thibodeau High School. So, uh, yeah, I uh, and Greg Brooks Jr. out of West Jeff, also right. a big-time uh, cornerback there, went to Arkansas also. So I cover that guy also. So, yeah, I, I have good knowledge on all these guys that just come from the transfer portal to LSU in the last day. This seems to be, again, the, the, the recipe for the, the transfer portal this year thus far is going after kids with Louisiana ties. They maybe got passed up the first time around, but they get a second chance now. And, again, almost every kid that, that again, that they brought in, for the most part, 
has some type of Louisiana ties from Noah Kane to Gardner, the uh, uh, the cornerback out of, out of ULL. You mentioned again some of the other kids that uh, that, that are again natives of Louisiana. Uh, you believe that's accurate? Yeah, it, it's 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 a smart idea to get kids from Louisiana because you know it kind of shows that uh, that that you need to lock down these borders. I, Eric, I've always thought if you can lock down Louisiana and not let any kid out then you will have sustained success. Um, you saw this year, and, and Brian Kelly came in late, so they missed out on some big-time recruits in Louisiana. Aaron Anderson from Edna Carr went to Alabama. Shaz Press from St. James went to uh, Alabama. Instead so of Kendrick Law, three wide receivers. Kendrick Law is from Shreveport area. He went to Alabama. So that's got to stop. That's why they brought in Frank Wilson, who I call the godfather of Louisiana recruiting. Uh, there's one spot left on the coaching staff right now, the wide receiver position. There's a lot of talk out there that Cortez Hankton, who played at St. Aug, would get that spot. Uh, that's still We're still waiting on that last announcement. They can get Cortez Hankton and Frank Wilson, two guys from New Orleans area. I mean, you're not getting anybody out of the state of Louisiana. Pete Golding has come into Louisiana. Uh, you know, he's from the uh, Tangipahoa area. He's defense coordinator for Alabama. He's come in and done really well recruiting Louisiana. But if those guys are all in there, I think it's going to be really tough for Pete Golding to keep pulling guys from the state. Now, they've also brought in Miles Frazier. That was the off- Florida International Offensive Tackle, um, uh, East Carolina long snapper, Slade Roy. Um, how many more can they get in the transfer portal this time around? And then the other question I would have backing that up is, do you want to leave room in the transfer portal uh, going forward as, we get in, as they get into, again, spring practice for the possibility of maybe some more defections? Yeah, Eric, I, you can go up to 32 right now because – it can be 25 high school kids and transfers, and then you can add, you can add up to seven guys from the transfer portal to go to 32. That's if you have seven people leave your program out of the transfer portal. LSU has had way more than seven. I think it's almost close to double digits now that have left the team uh, in the transfer portal. So LSU can go up to 32. Right now they have 20 in the class. That's high school, thir- 13 high school kids and seven in the transfer portal. I think the, the smart move is to get up to – 26, 27 high school recruits and transfers or JUCO guys and leave some spots on the back end because after spring, there's going to be some people that are not going to like where their situation is at their 15 practices. They're behind on the depth chart and they're going to leave their programs. So it makes sense for LSU to probably leave the three or four spots open. I mean, look with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow came in the summertime. So you got to leave a space for one of those kind of transcendent talents. How big is this? Is the, is the national signing day now? Uh, again, that uh, Brian Kelly's here. Some players look like they've maybe um, hesitated in in uh, in casting where they're going to go to school to see what was going to happen in LSU. How big is this upcoming uh, uh, this upcoming uh, uh, period for them? Yeah, well, one of the biggest recruits in America still hasn't committed to uh, university, and that's Jacoby Matthews. I think Brian Kelly and his staff got saved. That Jacoby and the Ponchula Green Wave made it all the way to the dome. It stopped him from going to Alabama for an official visit on the same weekend that, that Ponchtula was in the Dome. So now he kind of pulled back, uh, said he'd wait till February to sign with the program. National Sign Day is, Jan- is February 2nd, so he is going to uh, check out Alabama, check out Florida, check out LSU uh, during this uh, late signing period. And uh, I-, I think everything's kind of swaying toward him going to LSU, but uh, there's a lot of time left. And uh, A&M's in the mix with, with, with Jacoby, and they have a great name, image, and likeness plan in place, I can tell, because they're pulling an insane amount of, of five-star recruits. They have the number one recruiting yes. class ever 
in uh, ranking history. So I think whatever they're doing with NIL, they're doing a spectacular job with it because they're pulling in a ton of recruits. It doesn't matter that they haven't won a national title since 1939. Jimbo's <laughs> starting to get red hot. But I think that's the big one. And Trevante Citizen's a running back out of Lake Charles. He's another one that I think LSU pulls in at the last minute. And then uh, there's a tight end out of Westgate, which is where Kayshawn Boutte uh, went to school. Danny Lewis, he's a big tight end. And as you know, LSU only has one tight end under scholarship. They right. need tight ends bad right now, Eric. Uh, Garland, talk about NIL. It seemed like LSU got maybe a late start on the NIL. And when you look at Texas A&M, they seem to have it all together based on, again, that their, their, their recruiting class. Do you feel like LSU's got it together now with Kelly in the fold and they're going to be ready to go full bore? Or is it something they're still trying to work out? Yeah, there's a, a trial attorney or a lawyer in Baton Rouge, Gordon McKernan, who's starting to throw out a lot of money to a lot of these recruits. I know he got Kayshawn Boutte on board the other day. So I feel like they're a little behind. Um, I know they've been always talking about how they've been ahead of the game, but I don't think they have been. Um, I know like Miles Brandon got like a car dealership, and he got Smoothie King, and he got some Raising Canes. But uh, none of these blockbuster deals so far for the LSU Fighting Tigers. So I think that now that you got your number one uh, guy, Kayshawn Booty, is the best player on your team. He's probably going to go in the first round of the NFL draft next year. Now you got that guy locked in. Uh, you can maybe lock in some other guys with some big NIL deals. I mean, that's where it is right now, Eric. It's not yeah. only, yeah, can you start and play right away at LSU? It's like, how much money can I make in name, image, and likeness, which is advertising and all those other kind of things. So I guarantee LSU's working on Jacoby right now with those kind of thoughts in mind. Yeah, I would agree, and, and, and it's almost again it's part of the of the process uh, now in college football. Um, what about the transfer portal? Do I'm one that thinks that again that they there has to be a prescription of time of when they're going to do this on the calendar. You can't have this all. This is kind of the wild wild west right now. You're a little closer than I am to it. Do you like the way it's set up right now? I wish there was kind of open and closed windows. But there isn't. I mean, you can go to the transfer portal anytime you want. You can go to another other program anytime you want. It's not like National Signing Day and Early Signing Day. There's two signing periods for high school kids in, in December and in February. With with the transfer portal, you can jump in anytime you want, and you can go to another school anytime you want and sign. So there's really it's 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 a little different, a little more wild wild west. But I have I have no problem with the transfer portal for these kids. Um, you know, especially like when the Lincoln Rallies of the world flip programs at the last mm-hmm. minute. You know, a lot of kids are backed out of Oklahoma. Uh, his stud quarterback, Caleb Williams, is probably going to join him from Oklahoma to USC. And you can see that also with, with Billy Napier at Florida, uh, a local guy, Montreal Johnson, who was a stud running back at Delisau, had a big freshman year at UL. And now he uh, got in the portal, and now he's at Florida with the guy who recruited him. So I, I, I like the portal. Um, you know, gives kids a chance. The the big one is though, Eric. You can start right away the, the first time you go in the portal. You do it again, you got to sit out a year. So these kids are kind of mm-hmm. locked into their school that they've gone to because they don't want to sit out another year. Sure. Uh, rumblings that again, there's some issues academically uh, with, with the players that maybe again, uh, as uh, once the, the situation came to fruition with Ed Ogeron, that he was a kind of a dead coach walking. Uh, that again, a lot of kids maybe didn't keep up with their with their academics, and this could ha- this could hurt going into next season. Are you hearing the same thing? Well, I'm hoping that for John Emery's sake, uh, since I thought he was a fantastic player at, at Destrehan. And obviously he had a lot of academic issues this offseason. Uh, I'd probably put it more on the advisors than I'd put it on him. 
Uh, I'm hoping he gets his his his, uh, his books in, in in line because I think he could be a big time player for LSU next year. Yeah, I, I always thought Ed Ogeron was a fantastic recruiter, one of the best in the country. But when it came to roster management and keeping those kids eligible and uh, keeping them clean, they didn't do the greatest job of that, and that was probably one of his biggest downfalls. That and and obviously um, his hiring of assistant coaches, he did a bad job yeah. getting Durante Jones. Uh, in here, uh, you should never hire guys that have never done it before. And I think that was one of his biggest missteps. And then also, you know, bringing a guy like Pelini in the year before, you know, you got you to gotta have young, dynamic thought process with these guys, new guys, new ideas. And I feel like some of these guys were just uh, had old ideas or they'd never been in the situation before, which was a recipe for disaster the last two years. What what should an LSU fan anticipate for next year? I mean, again, should should they be patient considering you know the turmoil we've seen in, in this uh, the transition from Ogeron to Kelly? Is Kelly going to hit the hit the ground running? Uh, as close as you are to the program, what do you foresee? I would probably say, uh, Eric, it, it, it's safe to say probably eight and four season. Um, he does have Miles Brennan back at, at quarterback, so that's a big one. Um, I just think there's way too many problems right now on the offensive line. I know they're heavy into the transfer portal right now. I know Cam Wires, only returning starter they got coming back. I know Miles Frazier from FIU, they got in the portal, is probably going to start right away. But uh, there's just so many moving pieces on that offensive line, and that's really worrisome. And that's one of your biggest positions on the field. Same thing at linebacker. They have a lot of problems at linebacker. Uh, they got to add more depth there. And then cornerback, I know they're adding a bunch of players but they lost almost their entire cornerback realm. So that's another uh, place that you'd be worried about. Now, I will say this, the, the schedule sets up this year to, to get some big-time wins with having Alabama uh, at home, um, having Auburn at home. Uh, Florida is on the road, but Florida is just going to be probably one of their weaker teams. They're in the same boat as LSU. They're going to have to try to get a new culture in there with Coach Napier at, at Florida. So I would probably say for – Nine and three. Uh, they open with Florida State in in the uh, Superdome, so that should probably register a win in Week One. I think Florida State mm-hmm. is going to get back to where they want to be uh, with a new coaching staff in Norvell. But uh, yeah, I would say eight and four, nine and three. I, I you can't. I don't think any national prominence is going to happen in year one. It's going to take a couple of years for Coach Kelly. Well, there's an old national promise with Will Wade's basketball team, twelfth in the nation, fifteen oh. and one, three and one overall in the in the SEC. Talk about that team. Eric, the one thing that, that astounds me with this basketball team is last year it was all about scoring with Javante Smart and Cam Thomas and those guys. This year it's about defense. I mean, just locking down teams uh, every single game, uh, getting grimy on the floor, making big-time steals. Uh, Eric, when you can play good defense, you can win the whole thing, okay? Because, you, you know, if you're on offense and there's one game where they just you're cold, the season's over with. You, you're going home. But if you have a, a defense that's a lockdown defense, you can go the entire way. And wouldn't you know, Eric, the, the Final Four is here in New Orleans. Obviously, it's been, uh, what, 16 years since they've been to the Final Four in 2006 when they had Big Baby and all that when they went to Indianapolis. Um, I was with that team the whole way when they beat J.J. Redick in the, uh, in the Sweet 16 and they beat yes. LaMarcus Aldridge and the Texas Longhorns in the Elite Eight. That was a magical team that year. I think they have all – um, the, uh, the 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 pieces together to make a run for a national title. I mean, right now Jerry Palm with CBS Sports has them as a one seed uh, in the in the bracket. So uh, yeah, they're they their only loss was to Auburn on the road and Tari Easton out. So 
They got everything in place. Uh, Will Wade is a master motivator, and he's got so many uh, weapons on that team right now. The thing that, that really caught my eye over the last few weeks is the depth. I mean, just in the Florida game, I've been talking about it pretty much all week. Pinson's out with the injury. Eason and Reed really non-factors fouling out. And they were able to go deep into, in, 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 uh, into their depth uh, with Sharif O'Neal coming in and playing really well. I mean, uh, he's going to have to, again, shrink his roster at some point. But he's got so this is a deep team. And a deep team that, again, it's not like, again, you drop it off on defense when these guys come in. Everybody seems to have a defensive prowess on that team. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge uh, addition to the team having Sharif O'Neal out there. I don't know what he can give you going forward, but uh, he, he definitely energized the team. Uh, thank goodness Xavier Pinson, the, that injury is not going to be a, a year-ender because it looked nasty when he went down. But, uh, yeah, they got – man, it, it, they, they definitely have a plug-and-play. I mean, he did a fantastic job in the transfer portal also and recruiting. Um, he, he's been a big-time coach. I mean, obviously, there's been, you know, a lot of heat on the sideline about, um, you know, possibly indiscretions in recruiting. Sure. But uh, it, it hasn't affected him. I mean, Eric Gaines looked really solid filling in um, uh, last night, the other night at, at Florida. And you said it. I mean, uh, you know, Tyrese and them had their best games. I mean, you know, Tyrese only played seven minutes in that game. Sharif mm-hmm. had 13. Um, right. But, yeah, I, I like Sharif O'Neal out there. And then Darius Days, I mean – when you do need scoring and somebody to fill it up, Darius Day is yep. your guy. I, I really like this lineup from top to bottom. I, I mean, I have yeah, no doubt right. that they can do some massive damage and make a run to the Final Four. Yeah, I agree. Colin, thanks for taking a few minutes with us on a Friday. Certainly appreciate it. Tell the folks about how they can follow you on social media, your blog, and, of course, uh, again, with all the programming over at Fox 8. Yeah, uh, since we're in the off season, we're down an hour a week of programming, just an hour, I mean, it's still a lot. On Tuesday nights, we talk overtime at 1035 where we break down everything that's going on. We talk to a heavy amount of Saints. And then Sunday uh, on final play, uh, Sean's going to do a total breakdown, Sean Fazandis, of what the Saints should do and the quarterback situation. We have Jeff Duncan on to talk Pelicans and Saints. Uh, I'm going to have a recap of LSU's game against Arkansas at the PMAC tomorrow. So we got a good uh, final play coming up. And then obviously – um, with National Sign Day right around the corner, I'm going to be doing a lot of recruiting stories in the next few weeks on Fox 8. So we're going to be rolling. And you mentioned the blog there. Um, I went to a barbecue joint all the way out in Luling this past week. Right. Those. So uh, I'm going to put that in a, a blog coming up there with, with some football talk there. You know, uh, I'll, I'll drive anywhere. I'll even go to Luling to get good barbecue. I've heard about the place. Actually, our friend George Laureana, who comes on the program on Fridays, uh, was telling us about it about, about two or three months ago. Uh, I hear it's out, outstanding barbecue. Yeah, it's worth the drive. They only do barbecue on Friday from 11.30 to when they sell right. out about 2.30. Uh, the line was at the door. It was impressive, and it was really fun to go out there. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to have to hit that back up again very soon there. It was very cool to be out there. There you go. Very, very cool to join us today, my man. Thanks so much. We'll check in with you soon. All right, Eric. Garland Gillen, Fox 8 Sports. Uh, hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. If you're in the market for a new system, okay, uh, remember, 25% energy reduction, energy reduction guarantee. And then, of course, uh, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. And then you get Burkhardt standing behind the work. Since 1989, family-owned and operated. Again, a full, truly a family-owned and operated business. Look, they're authorized to service all brands out there. You want a company you can trust? 
when it comes to your air conditioning system, heating system, standby generator, that APCO whole home treatment, air treatment system. Again, even electrical repairs uh, and inspection, they have you covered. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. It's a brand new year, and there has never been a better time to buy the Harley-Davidson of your dreams. Zydeco Harley in Homa, Louisiana has over 100 Harleys available and is part of the largest Harley-Davidson dealer group in Louisiana with three stores and growing, 100% Louisiana-owned and operated. Zydeco Harley is now offering Warranty Forever. That's right, Warranty Forever is a powertrain warranty that covers all the internally lubricated parts for as long as you own the motorcycle and available on any new or used Harley-Davidson 2017 model or newer. And, of course, you have to do all the manufacturer's required maintenance and services at the right intervals to keep the coverage in force. Zydeco state-of-the-art service center is available to take care of all those maintenance needs, as well as style and performance upgrades. This month at Zydeco Harley, receive 15% off any stage one through four performance upgrade. Our motor clothes department has added over 100,000 of the newest riding gear, helmets, gloves, boots, and Oakley eyewear to our showroom. Follow us on Facebook and online at ZydecoHD.com. Take the ride down the bayou. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa, Louisiana. 
Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital account executive. If you have at least one year experience in paid search, Google display, paid social media, and digital video advertising, and want your paycheck to directly reflect your hard work with no income cap, send your resume to NOLA Sales at Cumulus.com. That's NOLA Sales at C-U-M-U-L-U-S.com. Cumulus New Orleans is an equal opportunity employer. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you had a great week. Hope you have a fantastic weekend. I want to thank our friends at William Grant. Again, William Grant Family Distillers. Reach for William Grant product. Also, want to thank Garland Gillen, Mike Bazan, also Christopher Dots for joining us on the program. Rudy back in studio. Thank you for listening. Thanks to all the sponsors who sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor our program. Coming up next, All Access with Ken Trahan. Jake Madison is his guest. Have a great weekend. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.